Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. I am John, and I'm really excited to introduce our first bonus episode for season three. We've got Greg Avola in the studio today. We're going to talk about his new role at Untapped and the recent kind of joining of forces here with Untapped and Beer Advocate. Greg's going to kind of shed some light on his history with Beer Advocate. Um, and we're going to learn a little bit about uh, how we got where we are today. Harrison, um, help me out with this intro. We've got the founder of Untapped here in the studio with us today. Uh, how excited are you? I'm pumped. We're celebrating. Our, the beers are already open, so don't worry. You didn't miss the ceremonial opening of the can. It's just not here this week. We're doing it a little bit different to celebrate. But yeah, Greg is here. we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about, so we're going to jump right in and Get right to the meat and potatoes. So, John, let's start with some some popular questions. The people want to know a lot of stuff, so let's let's get on that info. Well, first, for those of you that don't know, uh, but perhaps do use Untapped, Greg is, a, 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 I consider, a good friend. We've drank beer together. He's incredibly, you would meet him in a bar and you wouldn't know, but Greg is kind of the reason that Untapped is on your phone right yeah, now. For sure. Um, and it's such a romantic story that it started with kind of an after-work project, and turned into this force that is kind of captivating craft beer drinkers across the nation. So really, really honored to have you in the studio, Greg. Thanks for taking some time out to meet with us and talk with our listeners. We've got a couple of questions to ask you about your history with Beer Advocate, where or if we have any plans together for Beer Advocate and Untapped. So I hope you're ready for it, Greg. Any uh, and anything I should be aware of before we start rolling through a couple of questions? Well, thanks for having me. Uh, obviously, it's excited to be doing this in person. Well, we, the last time I was on the podcast, we did it over the phone. So mm. it's nice to be in studio talking with you fine gentlemen over here. Um, but I'm excited. Uh, it's a big day for the beer world and the beer industry. Uh, we've been, um, you know, talking about our mission at Untapped is to kind of uh, change the world in terms of, um, you know, uh, leveraging the, the the beer industry and the beverage industry and, and using tools to make that a lot easier. And obviously with the, the joining forces with the Beer Advocate crew, uh, it makes that a whole lot easier. So I'm happy to answer questions, talk about it and give the users and listeners an opportunity to understand why, what and how um, and, and really kind of show you the, the roadmap that we're looking for here. That's awesome. And again, the lap for the last time, probably. Thanks for being here, Greg. Um, I'm going to start with a couple of questions. Harrison and I just released uh, last week our most recent episode of Drinking Socially, where we kind of talk about our own history with Beer Advocate. Harrison using it early on to learn about Allagash, myself to feel like I didn't know anything about beer. Uh, Greg, early on, I mean, Untapped was created a little bit after Beer Advocate started. Were you a Beer Advocate user early on in, in your kind of beer journey? Yeah, I mean, Beer Advocate to me was the first time that I've seen beer online in, in a way where I had never seen it before. They've been doing this for almost 25 plus years. Um, so they knew a lot when it came to uh, the beer industry and how to portray beer information. Um, you know, I, I use the site a lot to research beers. Uh, a lot of the inspiration from where Untapped was and how it was created came from um, some of the beer advocate features and, and, and tool sets that they had. Um, but for me, I used it more for educational purposes, finding out exactly what an IPA was. They had good style descriptions mm -hmm. on these type of things that helped us 
help me figure out what beer I like. But, you know, you have to understand untapped this year, actually will be the 10th year we've existed. I mean, the whole landscape of mobile and web is totally different 10 years ago. And even when beer advocate started in 96, I believe Mm -hmm. is is a year that was completely different as well. So we've evolved over time. And so has beer advocate as well. Uh, But I think that, them being on the forefront of, of helping us move in this direction of education on beer has been incredibly helpful for both myself and, and tons of people out there in the beer community. One, thanks for kind of sharing that background with us. I oftentimes realize that 1996, if you were born that year, you've already been, you've already drank a few IPAs. <laughs> um, so it's really cool. And that's a really valid point to illustrate that in 1996, I didn't even know what Wi-Fi was. And here we are in a world where I have... You're not a, the only one. Right. <laughs> nobody, nobody did. <laughs> I have a supercomputer in my pockets <laughs> and a, a database of millions of beers I can access through untapped. As the uh, as kind of the visionary behind the platform that I love so much, Craig, did you the native question that I want to ask is, did you kind of draw some inspiration or see what was happening in Beer Advocate that made you kind of is that did you draw inspiration from that with Untapped when you were dreaming it up yourself? Yeah, I mean, Beer Advocate obviously was the first of its kind and it was something that we you know, drew a lot of inspiration from. I have incredible great respect for uh, the Austin brothers for what they've done for the craft community and the way they continue to do through their forums and other things that they offer through Better Advocate. But you know, I think that what we saw when we built on Untap was that the world was going toward mobile, and mobile was kind of the first thing that we focused on. We just took a different approach. So you know, they have a lot a lot of reviews you can make that kind of um, you know looked about uh, smell, taste, uh, flavor profile, and longer form reviews. And we want to take a different approach of doing a little more quicker, kind of Twitter-like 140-character reviews mm-hmm. that kind of simpli- simplify the process a little bit. And both of those are good in each avenue. Uh, we just took a different approach to see how that would form within the mobile focus. Because you know we knew because we wanted to be quick and easy people to do. Uh, and that's kind of what we took some of the inspiration there in terms of taking their system of ratings and, and reviews and kind of formulating them in a way that makes sense for that community. So I, I, I think that's one of the things I enjoy most about using untapped. It's kind of, I would, I would use the word pedestrian, um, but it allows me to log and, and recall the beers I've drank without dedicating mm-hmm. uh, a, a whole uh, written time. piece, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. a whole, you read the, the, there's a discernible difference in a beer review on beer advocate and one on untapped. And I wouldn't say that is a negative thing in any way, shape sure. or form. I think that the concept of what both sites offer are different things. However, um, beer advocate being on online since 96 has been the inspiration of many beer lovers out there. And you can't have enough respect for the Austin brothers for what they've put together and how they push the industry forward in this avenue. I don't mm-hmm. think that any at one tap would be successful if Beer Advocate didn't exist in the first place. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity for us to be thankful for what they have, but also be excited about the future as we're now joining forces to be able to take their industry and community knowledge that we that they have with their own service and joining into forces with us. And that that part resonates with me as a guy that loves the craft brewing community of, of drinkers as somebody that is a flag you can unite under. And not viewing beer advocate as an adversary or as a competitor, but viewing them as as something that helps propel you. 
um, what, there's I I, I kind of hinted at this earlier is is a end user there's a difference between the content i get on beer advocate and the content i get from untapped both of them are valuable to me is there a reason if i look at it you know in hindsight untapped made a great decision to build an approach that was accessible to everyone when you were designing that greg was that an intentional decision was there a lot that kind of I'm just curious and, and and pardon me for prying but was there a lot of thought that went into making a really easy to approach uh, beer a social media companion platform yeah for us we just wanted to make a, a very simple elegant platform that helped users educate themselves about beer and be able to check in them in very easily now a lot of people don't know this, when we first started on tap, we actually did not have ratings. It was mm. simply just checking a beer at your location. That was it. So right. we didn't even think about ratings from the very beginning of what we could accomplish. And we added ratings over time, including we, we started one to five and we went to quarter ratings. Now we have the right. half ratings and quarter. Then we went to point one. Love the point uh, one. Love yeah, the point one. Point one. a little, little plug right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I think for the most part, um, we're really happy with what they're able to accomplish when it came to their ratings and reviews. Um, there's, a, there's a place for both of those in this industry. You don't look at a brewery at another brewery and say they're immediate competitors. You look at them as adversaries to what you're trying to accomplish. They, that's why collaborations on beers make sense. You don't see Coke and Pepsi collaborating on a soft drink that right. they're going to sell to customers. It's not going to happen. Right. But the beer industry is inherently social. Sure. We're a social app about beer. And that's why it makes the most amount of sense for us to join forces. I love time. that. So we talk a lot about joining forces and, and I've read your blog posts on Untapped about joining forces with Beer Advocate and we'll link to it in the show notes of this bonus episode if you haven't read it yet. But the exciting, the question that most of our listeners from Drinking Socially have submitted to me is, what's this mean for the future of Untapped, of, of Beer Advocate? I, I can speak to the fact that when Next Glass started working with or acquired Untapped, that there was very little change for me, the end user. Do you have is is that kind of the goal for a rollout for Beer Advocates? You have grand plans where it's going to be Beer Untapped for Kit. <laughs> that is an interesting name to keep up. With. <laughs> I, I will say this, just like when Next Glass acquired Untapped, is that. Our goal is to keep the platform separate, and we absolutely say the same thing with Beer Advocate. Um, most of the time, you have companies come together like this. Change is hard, and people mm -hmm. always look at these things and say, oh, it's going to change, even though they don't. We value community input. Otherwise, I don't think we would actually exist as an app today. Mm -hmm. And the Beer Advocate community and the Untapped community are different people. Um, and I think from them, it's really important for us to value the, those decisions that they want to remain independent and remain, uh, you know, together uh, from that perspective. So we don't have any plans to to merge the Beer Advocate brands with Untapped. We have plans for integration, so things that you can find things easier. So, for example, you know, potentially in the future, having ways to show you maybe where beer is actually served at one of our many Untapped business customers on top of the the uh, 
the platform or your advocate, but nothing to change the look and feel, nothing to change the way people interact with the forums. We want, you know, Todd and his team to be able to work with those things and provide a very solid, solid foothold for these to work forward. So um, we want to remain the separate. It's important for the communities to have their own voice and listen to them and make feedback and go forward. But that's just like the untapped uh, brand when it got acquired by Next Last, we'll do the same thing for the Beer Advocate brand um, as it joins forces with the untapped brand. I, I've, I've read many times Trace Smith, the uh, president of Untapped, uh, kind of saying it, it, stewardship of the brand. Yeah, important. Um, and I, I, I can attest that I, I feel like Untapped has remained. Uh, this there's the same goals that there were when I was mm-hmm. a user from from what, to now where I work at Untapped. Um, and I'm really grateful to hear you say the same things about Beer Advocate. Maintain the brand for what it is. Uh, Harrison and I were talking uh, more from, more from the fun side of uh, Beer Advocate assets, what they're known for. What, what, what One of the things we often see on Untapped is a really big spike when Extreme Beer Fest comes. Right. Harrison, I know you had some questions to ask about that. Yeah, I mean, that's something that, you know, when you think of Beer Advocate, you think of their forums, you think of the, you know, the print magazine they had, you think of their festivals, the Extreme Beer Fest, and that's kind of a big part of their identity. So first of all, easy question, Greg, have you ever been to an Extreme Beer Fest? Yes. Yeah, so I just went this past year, uh, this one that happened in the end of January for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I grew up in the Massachusetts area, so I knew about the Extreme Beer Festival for many, many years. Um, so I was really honored to be able to attend uh, my first one recently and uh, being able to kind of talk through that and understand how they set up the event and, and, and seeing what's going on. This is well before any of this kind of merging ever happened. But All I right. think for, from our perspective, we looked at it as an, a great event to see the people come in, line up outside, really be engaged with the brewery. It was a, a very small, intricate situation. And the right. people that went there really felt like they were involved with the festival. They, they, they talked with the brewers. They got great beer and the whole notion of what extreme brings to the table is a, a major benefit that we feel that we'll be able to kind of learn from and improve upon as we move forward. That's awesome. And kind of to build on that, it, kind of exactly what you just said at the, the end there, obviously untapped big festival coming up in Charlotte this summer. So kind of, yeah, lessons learned from extreme beer fest or little tidbits. You may, you think may, maybe I can translate to what untapped doing and then beyond Charlotte, kind of some more ideas. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, Todd and the team there have done a great job with Extreme and the festivals they put on over the last couple of years and even their entire history. You, know, you talk to any beer fan, they know exactly about those festivals. And mm-hmm. they've, they've definitely nailed that process down. Now, they can definitely provide a, a, a huge value to us in terms of providing um, the uh, uh, amount of information uh, and expertise when it comes to doing festivals mm-hmm. because of their success rate. And we're going to yeah. learn from that as we build our, sure. our, our next festival that's coming out in May. And that's a big part of what we want to accomplish as yeah. well. It's really exciting to um, software moguls in the beer industry yeah. joining forces. I've never been, you know, referred as a mogul. <laughs> I mean, but, we, 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 now. we don't have to say mogul. How many did, users though. does Untapped right. have, though? Plenty, right. Greg, plenty, I mean, mo- mogul's close. <laughs> uh, 
kind of uh, taking some of the, the the heat off of you, Greg. I know there's been many there's been news articles about the beer advocate joining forces. And uh, I, am I safe to assume that we can pretty much rest easy? No, no drastic changes on Untapped, no drastic changes on beer advocate, at least plan for the future. Right? Yeah, now. I mean, it's actually be a disservice to both communities if we ever plan that. I mean, it's a really important perspective here to understand that, you know, we understand communities. We are an untapped community. And if we did not understand the beer advocate community coming, having them come into our family of apps here and not treating it the same way that we did for the untapped would be a disservice to not just the community of a beer advocate, but of the beer industry overall. Sure. And I think we understand what needs to happen, how we need to kind of facilitate these things. And we have a lot of experience now uh, going through it once with the untapped to the next class back in 2016 to really continue that pattern uh, going forward. So again, we don't have any major changes planned. We want to keep the existence of everything in the same. Uh, We're going to look to find ways to integrate to make it more useful when it makes sense. Uh, And I think that's the most important part of what we're trying to accomplish. And one final question on that note, in terms of this next class company, um, you know, I've seen people talking about how it's a glassware company or it is is relevant. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to define or, or I guess, research or find information, Greg, in a a quick sentence or in your own words, uh, kind of, can you explain how Next Glass functions in the world of Untapped and Beer Advocate? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of a long story in a sense, but in a nutshell, Untapped is, or Next Glass is the holding company of Untapped. So, you know, it, it, it allows us to uh, focus our efforts on Untapped, but also build the brand to other things that may not be affiliated with Untapped mm-hmm. or our beer. So it allows us to experiment and, and go after things that, uh, potentially have nothing to do with beer, but that we want to explore in the future without affecting the overall brands that we have. Obviously, if we started to allow people to check in cabbage on Untapped, <laughs> it would be completely <laughs> off of left field here. But if we uh, created Uncabbaged and that was a separate <laughs> app and we had it under the next yes. last name, right. we would be much better off yeah, so to be able to do that without the impact. Right. Uh, of the uh, awesome. situation. Just for those of you listening at home, raise your hand if you're imagining getting a Reuben badge right now. A kimchi <laughs> badge. Can I check in kimchi on Uncabbaged? You uh, can. There you go. <laughs> so that's a nutshell what it's all about from there. Um, you know, allows us to kind of uh, differentiate ourselves and be able to experiment while affecting the main brands. And Next Glass is still an independent company? That's correct. Yeah, we're not owned by any major corporation. We're completely independent. Um, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. That sets my heart at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one other thing we kind of hinted at. So Greg's the founder of Untapped, he was there when it was conceived and he helped kind of teach it how to ride its bike. And then terminology. <laughs> when it, when it was created, sure. Uh, he, he was there when we took the training wheels off. He was there when the first commercial badge got released. And, and now he's here through, you know, the, the, the joining forces with beer advocate and Greg's position, as you may expect, has changed multiple times. If you follow Untapped on social media, you've likely seen him commenting. If you follow us in the Drinking Socially group, you know he's a commenter in there. If you're on Reddit, it would seem that there's 20 Gregs and none of them <laughs> yeah. sleep at all. Um, they don't. <laughs> 
So aside from his, uh, I want to call it a great work ethic, but you also seem to enjoy doing it, Greg. So there's a little bit of uh, either way you work harder than I do. And I, and I applaud you for that. And, and you've, you've just kind of changed your roles here at untapped. So while we have you in the studio, do you mind for the listeners at home kind of giving a quick description of what your new role is here at untapped and, and how you plan on, you know, using that to expand the brand and, and help us learn a little bit about, about more what untapped does? Yeah. So, you know, as untapped has grown in a big company, or I guess maybe we're not a big company yet, but as, as, as the company has grown in size, a lot of what gets lost is in terms of media content and branding. Um, you know, ultimately you may have seen my face on social media. We did our seven city tour last year, but that's also in addition to me being developing the app, uh, the infrastructure in the back end, And as John alluded, it seems like sometimes I am 20 different people at a time, <laughs> um, which is is great. Uh, I have a great passion for Untapped and wanting to do it all the time. Um, but I think that, you know, one thing we have not focused a whole lot on is uh, brand stewardship, uh, being able to uh, focus on our social uh, kind of content that we're publishing out and also focus on media as well. Um, and the podcast is one of them. You guys have done a great job to continue to, to deliver high quality content, but this has kind of been your own pet project in a sense mm-hmm. where, you know, this is stuff that you do on your own time. Um, you know, we're here in the office right now, but at the same time, you know, this is something that we need to put more focus and effort in strategizing these things. And as we get better and better, it will get better and better reach from the users. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my 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 new role here is trying to focus more on the creative side of Untapped when it comes to the three big pillars, which are the make sure the brand is represented in the right way, um, make sure our social content is up to date, and focusing on our media and content areas within the Untapped ecosystem. You know, when we're small, about 10, 15 people, you can play multiple roles in an organization. But as you get bigger and bigger, it becomes more and more important to focus entirely on things that drive value to the organization. And for me, being the founder, the one that created the initial line of code to all the way up here, it's important to have a a face and a brand um, that matches it. However, you guys are also part of that session as well. (laughs) As a sign, I remember going to GABF last year and people are coming up to me and say, hey, is John Harrison here? I'm like, hey, I'm Greg. I'm the founder. I'm an important here. Uh, uh, but I think, you know, you know, it's important for us to have a brand recognition outside of the world um, that, we, that we work in every single day. And I think that's what my new role is to make sure that we continue this brand stewardship and make sure that our social and media content is uh, top notch. And we have a lot of cool things planned down the pipe. Um, around this content. I can't just share that with all you guys when the time is right. So can, from, from that last sign off, Greg, can I assume that maybe we'll have you on the podcast again sometime in this season? Well, it depends how people listen to this podcast here. If the ratings (laughs) are up, I will definitely be back. (laughs) No, but I, you know, I think, you know, one of the things that's important for me, uh, as a figurehead of the company is to be able to uh, answer questions from users and talk about improvements and features and things like that. So I would definitely be more involved with the podcast going forward. But for you as listeners that love the, the sleeky, sleeky uh, sound voice of, of John and the 
amazing commentary <laughs> from Harrison. Don't worry, yes. that will not be changed. They will still deliver that high quality audio that you so desperately need. Um, but I think that uh, uh, I think that that is a, a good important thing um, to going forward. So, Greg, first of all, I now know what it's like to feel humble. Uh, <laughs> um, but one question that we ask everyone that joins the Drinking Socially Facebook group and everyone that's been on the podcast as an interviewer, which so far has been one. But <laughs> would you mind with with me, because I don't know the answer to this, Greg, sharing with me and the thousands of people who will listen um, your first craft beer story, it is subject to memory. So it's expected to be maybe incorrect. But when you think of the first time you drank oh, a beer, in. I know exactly. What yeah. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I lived in New York city when untapped was first born and there are a lot of craft beer bars pumping up in the 2010, 2011 area. And there was a bar called uh, Idle Hands. It was a bar mm-hmm. on Avenue A in the village in, in uh, New York. Unfortunately, it's no longer there anymore. But I had gone there and I had a beer um, called Rare Boss. Yeah. Which yes. Yes. you talk to anyone today as your first foray into beer. Right. That's a pretty steep step. Dense. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not a, uh, you know, oh, you went over to a Kolsch or you went over to um, a health logger or even nope. a. I went full into the deep end on that yeah. one. I think that the thing I came away was is that it is the most complex flavors I've ever tasted from beer because mm-hmm. I've been drinking a lot of light lagers. I didn't have a whole lot of flavor from that perspective. And then you taste something like that for the first time. You're like, wow, beer can taste so different than what's described to everywhere in the right. world. And then from there, I'm like, I want to try everything. Yeah. Like, if it's this tastes this good – what am I missing? What else am I missing? And I use that kind of journey to figure out exactly what beers I like. The Greg Avola from 20, 2009 would say, you're drinking IPAs or hazy IPAs? What's wrong with you? Well, right. hazy IPAs didn't exist back then. Right. But right. any IPAs right. or any of that nature, it would be like, that doesn't sound like the Greg I know. And I think I've learned from the app what I do and what I don't like. And we thought from early on that if that worked for individuals like myself, it can work for a lot of other people. Yeah. So. That is my beer story. But I'll tell you, when I joined the Facebook group, I just wrote in the comments, I am the founder of the company, so I don't want to answer this. That's right, you did. (laughs) I know that guy. I didn't say it that forceful, but um, I was like, I just want to see what people are saying. If you have any questions, send me a direct message. I'll message Greg, and at (laughs) 2 in the morning, he'll respond to me, and I'll respond. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, you know, one of the cool things about the community that is using Untapped, and we love them so dearly, is that they are so passionate about the beer industry and how we do stuff. And Mm -hmm. that tries and motivates me extremely well to continue to to make great products and services for them. I think you guys... I was doing this podcast for as long as you have. You understand that value from them as well. You're able to listen to them, hear their feedback when they're talking about stuff, and and continue to improve. That's what we do as a company here. So awesome, cool. That, thank you for that, Greg. I mean, this has been awesome talking to you today. There's, I mean, of course, we can keep going for hours and hours, but we have houses to get back to and jobs to return to tomorrow, and and all those you know necessities of that keep the, the world spinning around. Um, so we're going to close tonight's chapter, but as we alluded to, there's 
probably more to come. So keep tuning in. But I want to thank you all for kind of checking out this bonus episode. Our first one's been pretty exciting. Today's a huge day, as Greg said. We're really excited to kind of bring these two worlds together under the shared kind of banner of respecting beer, drinking socially, being awesome about it, um, you know, uh, in, in the way you choose to. So we're pumped. Um, and yeah, John. Respect beer, drink socially, be awesome. Any last words of wisdom from you, Greg? I think you said all the words right there That's that right. I can think of. But you know, we're super excited about the joining forces here. Uh, it's going to be very positive and very helpful for everyone. Uh, we're excited about bringing them under the uh, next last umbrella here. And uh, I can't wait for the future. It's going to be awesome. Check out the show notes for any viable links, uh, especially to Greg's blog post about the Beer Advocate joining forces. And listen to us next Wednesday uh, for our regular scheduled episode release. Thanks for checking this one out and have a great day. Cheers. Cheers.